Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, today, Noteworthy, the investigative platform of the journal, has published bathing restrictions on Irish coast over the past decade, and the rate of those restrictions has tripled in that period, strongly indicating there's something seriously wrong with the water around us. Investigative reporter Alice Chambers joins us now. Afternoon, Alice. Hi, Sean. Nice to be here. Uh, So, I suppose, give us the headline figures, if you like, about the, the, the rates of those restrictions. Yeah, so our investigation found that the number of restrictions in 2023 was triple what it was a decade ago. Uh, We found out that more than half of uh, our regulated bathing waters had been restricted this year. Um, and we found that actually rain was one of the biggest causes for that. Yeah, that's a, and that, that that's a kind of very interesting. Fa- now that that tripling in 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 restrictions, is there any additional factor in that? Like it might be to do with more reporting or, or that kind of thing. Yeah, and experts we spoke to said that uh, it, it could be because there is more rain, and we do know that rain's increasing. It could also be because local authorities, they're the ones who manage this, are being more proactive. Uh, there's two types of restriction. You have um, swimming bans mm. when when the water testing has shown that the water actually is polluted and you can't swim. But there's also a thing called a prior warning, which local authorities will put up if they think there's a risk that the bathing water will be polluted following something like heavy rain. And so, you know, what the EPA says that sometimes... The, the increase in, in these restrictions in, in the prior warnings is a positive thing because it means that local authorities are being more cautious and, and from a public health perspective it gives, it gives people um, more information when they, when they go to swim. Yeah. But on the other hand it does stop people from swimming. You know, vulnerable people, the young, the elderly, people who have illnesses or whatever mm. you know, might, not, might want, not want to get in the water so there's still a concern. Yeah, and indeed. Now, there's also, a, you know, a, a, reading your piece is a weird contradiction in there, not in your piece, but a weird contradiction uh, that you point out. For instance, uh, the, the two worst beaches in, in terms of restrictions uh, was uh, Dolly Mount Strand, 53 days, that's 50% of the bathing period, and Sandy Mount Strand, 49 days, that's 46% of the bathing period. Yet both beaches are classed as having good water. How can that be? Yeah, I mean, this is this is one of the things. There are limits to there are limits to the testing, essentially. Uh, and so, you know, if if the if the beaches uh, have good enough standard enough times, they'll get classed as good. Uh, but but bathers may still see uh, well what they might see as an unacceptable number of restrictions. Uh, so yeah, that's just something to be aware of. Um, mm. Yeah, it, 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 but also kind of as, as your piece said that that, that the testing like it's only testing for E. coli generally speaking, and and you know there may be other dangers. Yeah, that's in there. that's the other thing. So so testing is is limited. Obviously, the, the bathing water is not tested every day. Uh, some local authorities test it fairly regularly. Uh, Dublin City Council does tend to test fairly regularly, but like, you know, still not every day. And then the other thing is they're only testing for actually two types of bacteria, E. coli and enterococci. And those are seen as a proxy for for uh, fecal matter, essentially, yes, yes. <laughs> which is not not a nice thought when you, when you think what you're swimming through. Uh, they're seen as a proxy for the bathing water quality, but but there's... You know, there are other things that other nasty things that might be in there. Mm. Uh, and also it doesn't tell you about the type of uh, bacteria that is. And what I mean is that I spoke to uh, researchers in, in Galway University who explained that not all E. coli is created equal uh, and some of it might be um, might be antibiotic resistant. And 
you know, a low level of kind of quote unquote normal E. coli might be okay, but a low level of resistant E. coli might be a much bigger risk. Mm. Uh, and we currently have no way of knowing what those, what you know, what kind of E. coli we're finding in the water. Yeah, and and, and another thing when they're ra- rating this water, they're not taking into account algae. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because Kildra Lock uh, mm. was top to the list uh, this summer for the for the, the most number of restricted days. That's a that's a lake in uh, in Leitrim, and that was because of toxic algae. And uh, my my editor Maria went went and took some some videos of that, uh, and it's it's pretty shocking how green it is. You wouldn't want to be in there, but um, that's not tested for either. Yeah. So Leitrim County Council is testing for that separately. But yeah. it, it, but Kildred Lock has excellent water quality. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Except you can't swim in it. Uh, so yeah. So the, 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 going back to the reasons for it, uh, it could be that they, they, they've tested it. They found a large amount of E. coli. It could be because of sewage. Now explain the dynamics of why flooding uh, comes into this. Yeah. So rain is the trigger that moves bacteria through the landscape. And so a huge amount of rain creates runoff into the bathing waters and brings with it uh, all kinds of bacteria from the land. That could be agricultural runoff. Uh, it could be uh, things like um, dog feces mm. uh, or it can overwhelm our wastewater treatment plants. And that's uh, that's definitely a problem we found in the investigation. There's, there's 26 spots around Ireland where raw sewage is pumped into the sea. Uh, and there's 15 wastewater treatment plants. I see your face. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty. pretty dis- 26 spots. <laughs> yeah, and now, is that continuously it's pumped into the, into the sea? I mean, I know. I think. I mean, I I, I don't know about 24 seven, but yeah. but regularly. Yeah. Uh, and the EPA is aware that this is a problem, and, and these spots are on the priority list. And uh, Ishka Aaron, formerly yeah. Irish Water, has has plans in place to deal with those. Um, and then there's another. There's 15 uh, wastewater treatment plants that don't meet EU standards. And so that might not mean that raw sewage goes into the sea, but it means if they're overwhelmed by by a huge quantity of water when it rains or when there's a storm, um, they can't necessarily deal with that. And so they have to discharge it. And that's that's a problem at Ring's End. I mean, mm. I talked to experts who explained how Ireland, uh, Dublin's sewer system is, is, is Victorian. Uh, it was never built to, to cope with the number of people we have uh, using it. And so, um, yeah, in the last number of years, billions of litres of untreated wastewater has, has flooded into Dublin Bay. And, and that's, that's I guess, not surprising then that you see the two of the yeah. worst beaches are, are around Ring's End. Yeah, and, and, and the, the facility in Ring's End isn't meeting EU standards. Or it's, no, it's, it's not. Now, it is currently getting an upgrade, uh, yeah. a 500 million euro upgrade, uh, which, which should be um, finished in the next couple of years. So hopefully that'll fix the problem. Um, there is also pla- there's also raw sewage running in, into Hoth that's going to be then uh, diverted through Ring's End as well. So so hopefully that'll that'll fix some of the problems. But I mean that's several years away. Yeah, and the, the, is agricultural runoff a separate problem to the flooding? I mean it's all part of the same issue. Mm. Rain falls all over Ireland, and it and it washes bacteria into the sea. And if it falls on on fields. Um, it it it'll it'll rush uh, it'll wash excuse me um, sort of bacteria from cows and and, and sheep in, into the sea as well, uh, so it's it's not a separate problem. It is a, a diff, more difficult problem though in a sense because when you have a wastewater treatment plant that isn't up to scratch, it might be costly and tricky, but at least you know what the solution is. You've got to mm. fix it. Uh, with agricultural runoff, that's that's a bit more 
it's a much more uh, diffuse problem. And so it's going to be harder to solve. Yeah. And, and it, just in case people are listening, going, it's Ireland. Of course, it rains all the time. But the amount it's, has, it rains in this country is, has been increasing. Yeah. And that's the problem. And so, it, you know, on the one hand, you, you look at it and say, well, there's nothing local authorities can do about the rain. Uh, the problem is that this was one of the wettest summers on record. I think July was the wettest July on record. And if when we analysed the you know the the results of of bathing water testing over the last ten years, we found that rain this year was responsible for triple the swimming bans from ten years ago. So that's a separate that's a separate figure. You've got mm, triple yeah. the number of days with restrictions, but the number of days of bans because there actually was pollution also tripled and that's because of rain and that's not going to get any better so you know we've got med air and warning us that rain is going to going to increase because of climate change even in the news today you see you know you see flooding all over the country and so if local authorities want irish people and if irish people want to continue to swim outdoors it's not really good enough to say Ah, it's a rainy country. We're going to have mm. to find ways of managing yeah. that flood water. Now, in fairness to Ishka Erin, they have, you know, they did inherit a very antiquated system. Like, where are they at in terms of improving facilities? Yeah, I mean, they, they've, um, when they, when they uh, inherited the system about just over a decade ago, uh, the number of, of places discharging raw sewage was, I, I believe, over 50. Uh, it's now 26, and they've got plans in place to fix that. So, I mean, to be fair to them, they are they you know they're they're doing they're doing work on, on yeah. fixing the problem. Yeah, but it will take a considerable time. That full investigation, as I say, is uh, uh, was conducted by Noteworthy. You can find that on the journal.ie. Alice Chambers was responsible for it. Alice, thanks a million for coming Thank in you very to us much, today. Sean. Moncrief weekdays at two p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.